Hello and welcome to HR and Flow's Weekly Podcast. Like promised, we're picking up from where we left off last week, with Simon and Neville discussing talent management, performance management and succession management. And one of the concerns that people have about systems is that, you know, some systems are too complex, some systems are too simple. I know that the whole area of systems is moving on. You know, there's a notion that for a small company, you need a small, simple system, and for a large company, you need a large, complex system. You know, is that true? (laughs) I like the small company, small, simple system. I like large company, large, simple system. (laughs) Very good. Because... Effectively, what are you trying to get it to do? It's there to inform conversation. It's there to inform action. It's there to inform the next step. And for that to happen, it needs to generate information and analysis that informs and helps. So let's keep it to to what really matters to everybody. And that starts with what really matters to the organisation. All right, so let's come back to some of the details. Let's imagine a scenario. You've got a company that has either come from startup or come from a small company, but management recognise that there is an opportunity to change things. Where would you, I know it's, it's a little bit of a generalisation, but where would you start in that kind of a scenario? I think the first thing is to start with the culture. What culture does that organisation actually want and need to achieve its intent? Now, in any organisation, actually of any size, once you get past about 30 people, you're almost certainly going to end up with slight subcultures. So subcultures need to come together to drive forward. And for that to happen, there has to be an agreed set of values, an agreed way of working, an agreed intent. Set that first. Once you've set that, then you can start to look at Who is really the talent? Who are the people that are going to drive this business forward as we develop even further? Who do we need to keep on site? So the first job is ensuring that the working environment is going to encourage people to stay. Then we can start to look at the working environment that enables people to develop their performance. Once we've created that, you can start to look at simple things, coaching, support, maybe some essential training, maybe some essential access to online resources that will help people to be ready for the challenges of the next stage in the company's development. Yeah. Let me put a proposal to you. If you're going to operationalise that culture, the primary lens to do that through is through the performance management angle. Tell me more. Tell me why you agree. I agree entirely because you're beginning to now take the thinking from the disparate end towards embedded because you're beginning to look at joining up. I think at the disparate end, there are two other things to think about. One is recruitment. At this stage, if we gather the right team together in the first place, half of this becomes intuitive. The second part is performance management. It doesn't necessarily mean it has to be the way it's always been. I went, went to the theatre recently and ahead of it they showed us the way in which they'd rehearsed for the play and the way the characters had formed in the actors' minds. And the director effectively sets what he called instant objectives. There was an objective for this scene, an objective for this piece of work. And as they were rehearsing it, he would simply stop and say, is it working? If it is, fine. If it isn't, what are we going to do? We need to change. I think when you're at the real embryonic stage of business, sure, what's our objective today? What's our objective for this piece of activity? And then interrupting and is it working? You start to get 
collective and collaborative management, including the individuals. And I think once you start to develop that, you start to develop the taking of responsibility, it develops to taking responsibility for performance. And so that's why I agree that performance management is at the core because very quickly you identify from the way people are working and the way they're accepting the challenges, whether or not their talent, whether or not their potential successes. Gotcha. As far as practical methods for supporting effective performance management, considering, for example, the journey through Joined Up towards Embedded, what have you seen as the critical parts of that, the critical things you've got to have, either whether they're bits of paper or visual things or structures or concepts and so on? I'm beginning to be much happier with the ability to create what is critical for your own company and to not worry too much about what everyone else is doing. I think as you move up and, and more and more people are involved, I think that's when a really good fine-cut system will help because it just enables a level of consistent application and it enables a commitment to be obvious And I think then the next step is what are the critical actions in every role that need to happen for those results to be achieved? You've both given us a lot to think about. Thank you. If you'd like to get into the discussion, feel free to leave a comment on our webpage under the podcast. Or if you'd rather have a conversation with us, give us a call on 01280-823-702 or an email at admin at hrinflow.com. Next week we'll be talking about collaboration.